So where did we leave off last time? Where? <laughs> oh, I was I was counting on you. It was, it was, like, it was a blur. We either uh, the we should, we of should, a madman. I was just I blacked out. I basically blacked out I the was, whole time. <laughs> I, I like woke up after the interview. What happened? I was going to review soccer the, practice the content. Uh, we were we we're inside that Model Three for a long time without a lot of extra oxygen coming in. That's right. <laughs> no wait, we had the air on. We yeah, had Florida. Yeah, we would have been, We would have died. Incredible air filter. Uh, we we were talking about the Model S uh, coming to market. I forget if we got. Oh yes. The... Oh, you mean as far as the chronology of, of yes. my experience? Yes. yes. If That's... anyone even remotely cares about that, <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy to talk. Continue on that path. Yes. We didn't get far because oh my god, I just there's so much. There's so much. There was pre, a, there's there's a lot of pre. There was a lot more pre Model S than I had expected at all, which is totally. <laughs> aw- I mean, it's totally here. awesome. No, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I guess I can understand from your perspective. It's like, oh, I'm just rambling, but it's from I, my perspective, and I think I'm a lot of viewers' please. perspective. This is just a really fascinating uh, look back at you know. I, I think we we really crave this kind of insight into the, the background of, of Tesla. So I know you talked a lot about the passion, the mission. Um, um, mm-hmm. em- employees sort of having that. Yeah, you had to do it. You had yeah. to have it. And I don't. Yeah. And I and and we. I think we just basically got to the launch of the Model S. We didn't yeah. really talk about the launch of the Model S. So that's mm-hmm. thing okay. Yeah. So summer of 2012. Yeah. <laughs> as far as we got, we got to page one. It was of summer the story. of 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started out a baby. No, but uh, the um, uh, yeah. So uh, I, the first. I guess, you know, so I was splitting my time between Palo Alto, the headquarters, and Fremont. And uh, I think we talked about how Fremont was, there's like one, it's 5 million square feet, one sliver of it was being used for Model S production. The rest of it was this like, um, the leftover of Toyota and General Motors production facility. It was like this kind of like post-apocalyptic industrial, it was like, it was basically the movie set for like Blade Runner or like the Highlander, (laughs) final scenes of all those movies combined. Um, But the potential is there. It was a clean slate and you can tell that. And we all felt it. We're like, wow, we have room to grow. It's gonna be really cool. We made it, we're here. Yeah, we have a building. This is amazing, you know? And so, um, uh, yeah, um, I think the really fun thing was, is like building um, something from nothing like the first time I saw Elon, that's a kind of, you want to hear that story? Yes, of course. It was, Never, yeah. It's classic. It's yeah. a classic story. Um, so the delivery team, our original team, there was about, um, a, about a dozen of us and we came from all over the country. I actually assumed that you interviewed for, with him because I thought he interviewed everyone early on. The, um, I didn't interview with you. I interviewed with George, okay. uh, George Blankenship, who was kind of the number two, you know, at that time. <clears throat> Uh, he is uh, uh, um, customer experience in international retail, and uh, if you don't know George, um, yeah, you mentioned he, he's awesome. He he's, had this epic uh, background with Apple stores. Correct. Yeah, had I he, yeah had I mentioned that before? Yeah, he's basically the father of the Apple Store. So just the key architect behind Apple stores, right? Correct. And yeah, then, and then before that, the Gap, and uh, so he's just this oh, kind before of before that, market. the Gap. Yeah, yeah, oh. and uh, so he um, is just this uh, just marketing guru mastermind and um and it very much when reinventing the, the the car buying experience and this is a little mini tangent and this might be preaching the choir but you know elon's like well um traditionally a car buying experience ranks as the most mind-numbingly awful retail experience you could possibly have and if we can make it 
anything we want, let's not make it that, you know, let's make it something that people actually enjoy, which is pretty universally, I mean, for the most part, you can say, hey, buying, buying an Apple product is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's like a, you walk in, it's like an art gallery and everything's on display. It's, it's like a modern art museum in New York and you're like, this is amazing. It's like an art gallery and a petting zoo combined where it's like, it's art, but you can like, you can paw at it and then, and then people are standing there. And, and a child daycare center, you just stick them over the yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah, just go play with that thing that costs a thousand dollars, but we don't care if you break it. And then, uh, which is kind of like an Apple store. I always jokingly say, or like, an, like a Tesla store. Oh, yeah. I love I it. Know. I loved working in I a know. store because people had absolutely no respect for the vehicles. It was I incredible. Know. I saw a teenage kid with one of those chains hanging from his pants do like a General Lee, like, power rock slide over the hood of a Model S. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. Store. And we're like, out. And so we're like, nope. And like miraculously, oh miraculously, the hood was fine because we thought for sure we you, thought there'd just be this like you were like watching it in slow motion like ah. yeah oh yeah we we're like we we're like yeah so the Falcon Wing door is just you know it senses the environment no <laughs> the kid's like whoosh, like 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 Duke's a hazard style and we thought there'd be this like stigmata scar just like across yeah. the hood of the of the and we we're like well gotta pull that car from the showroom but it was fine but anyway and then you know you have like little kids where like the cars are like jungle gyms where. I always jokingly say, you know, like a father and son would come in and be like, hey, Billy, look, there's a $100,000 car that doesn't belong to us. Let's see if we can break it. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like people hanging from the Falcon Wing doors like Shaquille O'Neal, like, woo, we want clothes. Uh, we're like, yeah. And, and the thing is, too, because you have you have the kids there and you maybe pay attention for, for a minute, like, be careful, it's an expensive car. But then you start getting focused on, like, what is it, you know, learning about the yeah. car, looking at it closely, and you forget about your kid and what crazy things yeah. she or he might have in mind and we, we i mean i'm I, i'm fully admitting guilt here uh but we didn't break anything but you know i had let my three-year-old and five-year-old just sort of like explore the car you know yeah but I, and that's what they wanted like i remember we'd be in, in meetings with with jerome and and um you know there's a big debate internally about um putting like scansions around the cars and you know mm-hmm. in which we kind of did model three right at the beginning in some locations you're like oh you want to see this hundred thirty thousand dollar car that's not yours here come on walk on in you know you can check it out and then uh, that debate did not last long um the the um the higher ups the kind of the idea was full access we want people uh, we want it to be the petting zoo we want people to get in it on it over it under it we want people to see that it's real and and poke it and prod it and and really get a sense uh, get get a sense of what it is and um remember we had the the chassis of the car in the showroom which um you know with the battery pack the powertrain which i'm a huge advocate for and you know they took them out of the stores i'm still and 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 community out there i'm really advocating for i think they should take that and bolt it on the wall yeah because i think it's so fascinating i think it really opened people's eyes when they could see the simplicity of it i get why they need the showroom you can also explain to to adults um the kind of benefits of the of the low center of gravity Mm -hmm. the, the 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 crumple zones the uh, balance, you know, that, that it provides, yeah. you know, so it, it is a nice, sh- you know, tool for show and tell and, and explaining the, the benefits of an EV. Yeah, huge, huge. It, uh, the light bulbs would go off big time. Um, we are talking about like, uh, people would be like, well, are these things safe? You know, other people like, you know, cause you get the, the level one <clears throat> questions. Uh, how do you charge it? How far does it go? How much does it cost? Is it safe? How fast is it? Can you charge it in the rain? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> oh man. Like, I'm the like, energizer bunny. You yeah. wind me up. And I, I, but, um, yeah, I was when I was doing sales out of Tampa, uh, the Tampa Service Center. Um, uh, I would love to have people cross shop. So they're like, "Oh, I'm cross shopping the the A7, uh-huh. the five series, 
um, you know, the Jaguar XF. I'm like, great, because it's a taste test. You know, it's like, it's like, um, it's like, oh, I, I looked at the Motorola Razor flip phone. Now I'm looking at an iPhone. I'm like, please do, please check out that flip phone, because then you can, um, uh, you know, it's like what Mitch Album called the dynamics of opposites. You know, you see one thing. And then you see another, and you're like, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. You know, and then, and it becomes even more when you when that proximity is closer, yeah. um, the, the epiphany happens even more. Like, yeah. oh my god, this is like way better than that other thing. Yeah. So, so back back to Fremont 2012. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh, you were gonna tell me. You were gonna tell me about the first time you met yeah. Elon. Well, yeah, yes. it's the first time I saw him. <laughs> or saw Elon. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I would I would meet him uh, briefly um, about two years later. Uh -huh. uh, in person uh, at at Hawthorne, but um, uh, so uh, so there's the delivery team. There's about a dozen of us from all over the the country, and um, we, we were building something from nothing. We were really building everything uh, from nothing. Uh, part of those things were, uh, you know, back then, you know, Elon wanted, you know, you order your car on your smartphone, uh, sitting on your couch, it just magically it takes a couple minutes. And then the car just magically is delivered to your driveway. That's the dream. It still is. You know, mm -hmm. that, that was the dream. That's always been. And there's a few people have been getting this. I mean, oh, there's yeah. some Tesla people who have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll do things logistically. Tesla Direct is interesting. Um, there's a logistical. There's a there's a customer element up to it, which is, which is the obvious one. Well, wow, it's so cool to have something just brought to you. You know, like that's and that's the culture we're living in more and more. Yeah. You know, where it's like you order it and then just like uh, this stork like brings it to you yeah. in a basket and it's yeah. so amazing. And that's um, and that's how what it's and it's what it's always been. There's a logistical element of holy crap, we have a lot of cars on this property and we have to get rid of them. Oh, you can't come till Saturday or Sunday. Where do you work? Hey, we'll bring it to you because <laughs> there's a bunch of cars being dropped off and you know we have to keep the flow or else you know there's almost so much. So yeah. much yeah, space. Yeah. So, um, that, yeah. the, um, so that's the unromantic logistical part of it. Um, but the romantic part of it is um, it's just a really cool experience. You know, that, that's just this is really cool. And we're seeing a lot of, a lot of auto manufacturers uh, um, uh, mimicking that. And rightly so, as they should. They, they need to. This is, this is the way to go. And um, so anyway, so back in the day... Um, we used to trail, we used to put the Model S's on a 22 foot feather light trailer and it was pulled by a F-250 Super Duty. Uh, I mean, drive to their homes, drop it off. And the idea was they didn't want it to be like a delivery guy, like delivering your refrigerator and like, that sign here, there, there you go. And they just leave. They were like, they wanted somebody to go and be this like, the kind of the image, the, the, the vision that George and uh, Doreen had and, 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 uh, and Elon had to be this like kind of white glove experience. Like this person showed up, yeah. they were, they're articulate, they're highly educated, they're enthusiastic. And they, then they showed you this thing and you're like, this thing's incredible. Like you're even more excited than when you first got it. You're like, mm -hmm. this thing's sweet, yeah. you know? And they kind of, you know, this is basically how it works. And, um, but anyway, we had to, the, we had to, these trailers, we had to put the cars on trailers. Here's the thing. We had to build the trailers. So I think they were manufactured in Ohio and then they were shipped over to Fremont. But it was kind of like Ikea furniture, where it's kind of like some assembly required. So the semi would pull up in the, we, we set up shop in the back lot of Fremont. It was this massive, like, black top. Uh, like, the, the end of line was there. It's completely different now. It was like the far end of the, of the factory. And the semi truck would show up, and it had basically the, these pallets of trailers. But we had to do the, um, 
the trailer assembly, the brake lights, the air dam assembly, the winch assembly, the wiring. Uh, we had to put the trailer together. So they're like stacked like cordwood, like a, like a, like a uh, deck of cards. Uh, there might be like a dozen of them on the back of the semi trailer. And so the guy pulls up and he's, and the, the delivery guy for the, the, these trailers, you know, he pulls the semi and he's like, yeah, well, here it is. Uh, we're like, great. How do we, uh, how do we, how do we unload them? He's like, well, you guys, you guys unload them. I just bring them here. And we're like, with, with what? Cause there's, the, there's no tires. You can't roll them off. He's like, um, well, most people use forklifts. We're like forklifts, right? So we like look around, like who, who's ever used a forklift? And luckily, two of the guys, <laughs> two of the trained. guys in our group, were like forklift certified. Trained, yeah. For, for, and this was like classic. Like every day at Tesla was like this. They're like, they're like, hey, here's this thing. And we're like, hmm, okay. And so like two of the guys were forklift trained, and we're like, um, and what we came up with was the the it was 22 feet long each. Each trailer was 22 feet long, way too long for one forklift. You couldn't go in the, in the middle and kind of try to balance it out. So the thing we came up with, and we all huddled, and we, we agreed that this was the least insane idea, oh was that, that in synchronous, synchronization, the two forklifts in tandem would go per- perpendicular to the side of the trailer of, of, of where the, these um, trailers were stacked. They would, in unison, raise up the forks, put it under, then perfectly timed would lift because you don't want to do one little more because you don't want to teeter it and oh drop this gosh. this big thing. Then in unison, like 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 you know, like those Olympic you know, like dance swimmers, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd pull, they'd drive it back, and then lower it in in unison. And luckily, you had two f- tra- trained forklift drivers. <laughs> it worked out, and we're like, and it's like, how trained are you? Like, was this a thing where you, I mean. where you show up and they take your pulse, and now you're a forklift driver? Like, are you like a ninja? You yeah, know, so exactly. like, um, and then, so it's like, do that. And it's like, okay. And then times that by 12, we're going to be doing that a dozen times. And, uh, you know, don't, don't drop one, please. Yeah. Well, I worked in, uh, like whole foods, pro- whole foods for, for a long time in, in college, grad school. And, uh, yeah, this for a lot of people can get trained to drive forklifts <laughs> and then they can drive them sort of like almost as they wish. Like it's not yeah. really- it's, it's kind of like, like driver's license. It's like, like, shouldn't that person be driving? I the know. people I know who drove forklifts, I would never want them to touch the test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, let's see what we can do with this thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not an SAT, it's not an Sorry. SAT, you know? It's yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not, um, but they, it's not bugs, but you, you did, know? you actually did it that way. So, yeah, so That's that why. was the plan. So, so that, yeah, in theory, we're like, wow, oh, this okay. would work. So phase two is like, okay, um, uh, where are forklifts? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, we're like, well, this is a big factory. There has to be forklifts somewhere. So um, we were like, so we make, there's like these landlines. Like you just like, there's be this uh-huh. wall. And we, after a couple phone calls, like, oh yeah, the loading dock. Because the, the funny thing about uh-huh. Fremont, the, and they've used this analogy a lot, where, um, where it's like aluminum, like these aluminum rolls ro- roll in one side. And yeah. then like magic happens, and then like cars roll out the other end. Yeah, you know, which is like that that, that yeah. South Park analogy. You yeah. know, step one, yeah, parts come in. Step two, step three, cars come in. It's like something in step yeah. two. But uh, uh, so we're like, oh, probably by the loading loading dock. Like, hey, that's like that's forklift jams. You know, yeah. the loading dock. That, that's where that's they where be. That's where they so, chill out. so they're like, okay, so we need to um, we need to bogart some forklifts from the from that from the receiving end of the, of the factory. And so uh, me and, and Kieran, uh, 
Really cool guy. And what was your role at this point? This was I was a uh, I was technically uh, everyone was a delivery experience specialist. That okay. was the role. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and um, oh, and it's, yeah, it's really funny. It's but, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny that you were a delivery experience specialist and you were in in this uh, store in this position trying to find out how to get cars off. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh, like, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. It's kind of be like an Uber driver and be like, but you have to build your car first. You know, build your car yeah. before you can start a business. Because yeah. that was the thing. That was the tool. But we had to build it first. And um, and so you know, in Fremont, it's so huge. It's like over five million square feet. And so they have these like communal bicycles. You know, <laughs> yeah. and they just grab a bike. And then you ride to your next station, yeah. you drop it off, and then they have these like little bike highways going through the factory. I'm sure you've seen super cool. And back then, so much of the factory was just deserted. It was kind of yeah. surreal. You'd just be like going through these like like silent sections. It was very like serene. Biking actually. is sort of meditative too. So you're like sitting there, you know, biking through and thinking through your plan, and you're like, "Is this insane? Is this- <laughs> See, I'm an alley brilliant, or you're just like, yeah, let's do it. Endorphins start kicking in. I am a, I am a cockeyed optimist, and so when I was driving through those like um, empty cavities of the factory, and they're literally they're like they're like the size of like gymnasium. I mean, just massive areas that were just like dark, darkened out. And then there might be like a lamp, like lighting everywhere, <laughs> the little bike. And then every once in a while, another employee, you might go the entire distance and not see anybody. Now I'm sure it's like fist and elbows, like, all right, I'll go where I'm going. You know, there's like thousands of people. But um, back then it was just like, it was just you and is this like, yeah, this kind of like Someone industrial uh, desert, you know. Someone appears out of the shadows from the other side on a bike. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like, it was literally like two right? shifts in the night. You're, you're probably right. like. You know, yeah. Oh, hello, human. <laughs> yeah, that, it was like it was like ragtime. You know, it's like two ships passing. Da, 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 da. You know, and uh, and um, so uh, Karen and I uh, grabbed some bikes and we're like, sweet, let's shoot across the factory and um, see if we could bogart some freaking forklifts. And so we were driving, we we're driving through the the factory. And what's really cool about Fremont is the um, the engineers, a lot of the engineers sit right on the floor at the factory. Um, my buddy, Matt, who is in the, the Pano glass roof, I've known him since high school and cosmically he became an engineer at Tesla. Um, he's like, yeah, they just sit right on the bottom of the floor, you know, cause they want the, 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 the engineers are iterating on a weekly basis, yeah. which is really nuts. So we were driving, they are driving through the factory and then we look, it was in the body, we were driving through the body and white section and, um, you know, kind of right, you know, driving up bikes next to each other. And then there's this, these folding tables and that's where the engineers, they just drop their laptops, fold them open. And that's, that was their little mobile office. And uh, sure enough, there was, there was Elon at his computer and Sharon's like, dude. And it was the first, first time we'd ever seen Elon in, in person. And of course, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, it's, hey, Elon, that's the way, that's the reason why you joined, you know, it's yeah, this guy, yeah. it, he kind of the personification of that. And so there's, there's a novelty there. And um, he's like, dude, that's Elon. And uh, I was like, oh, no way. And he was just like, you know, black polo, laptop, just bunny white. And she's like, woo, 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 you know, in the background. And um, and then Karen was like, can we double back like one more time? Would he notice if we go by him again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so much like like stuff going on. Like, oh, no. it'd, be, it'd be kind of weird if you like got onto us and be like, what are those guys doing? What are those guys doing? It's kind of creepy. You know, but thing they need to be fired. Kind of, yeah, exactly. It's like, come on. I'm not even working. There's just biking back. There's no time for creeping on me, guys. Like, what the hell? 
<laughs> you know, so um, we're like, ah, oh, you know, it's one minute, and uh, you know, it's a, you got to you got to have you got to have the fringe benefit. Yeah. And so like, yeah, cool. That's that's the uh, that's the boss. You know, that's the yeah. boss man. That's, he's the yeah. he's the he's the guy that you know, we're showing up for. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, but he's the personal yeah. application he's, of it. Yeah. You know, he's, like he he built he 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 launched this thing. I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, we all have that kind yeah. of. I mean, like I mean. I mean, there's a lot of people behind it, but it, but you know, correct. It's Cor- so much was on his shoulders, and so much you know, obviously, like he made the the, the hard correct. decisions at the end of the day on several matters that got it there. Yeah. Correct. Like he he's the dude. You know, ultimately, yeah. I mean, he's 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 the he's the dude. He's the he's dude. The, the dude. He's the, the dude, dude, man. The dude. You know, <laughs> the dude. The dude, man. So I. Uh, the guy. Yeah. It's the guy. He's the guy. He's the man at the plan. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the guy. It's yeah, the yeah. guy. <laughs> you know, and so, I, uh, and so we, we, we cycle back around, and then um, uh, and then we, we got the forklifts. We unloaded all of them. And, um, and basically from 9 in the morning to 9 at night, um, for the next couple days, we're in the back lot of Fremont. Um, there's just... It's just like hundreds of of square yards of space to deal with. And we just we basically set up stations and like three guys. We'd have like four trailers and three guys per trailer, kind of pit crew style. We'd kind of build them. It was like a it was, it was like a big piece of IKEA furniture, basically. Wow. And then um, and then we were we would work. And then when the sun would go down, we were using our cell phones as flashlights. We were tightening the last bolts. Oh my gosh. Um, and checking them with our phones, like, does that look good? We're like, yeah, it looks good. Who's ever built a trailer before? I'm sure Not some me. early Model S buyers are now like going out there and checking the bolts on there. <laughs> <laughs> the cars. These are the trailers that deliver the cars. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. Yeah. The trailers. So, uh, no, the cars were great. Um, so, and then the next day, we had to um, take these trucks and trailers to, um, I, we're going to um, uh, Costa Mesa Service Center. Um, we had to, we, uh, some cars had to go out to delivery. So what we did is we loaded up a couple cars under the trailer, uh, uh, the next morning and then it was 14 hour round trip. So it was seven hours there, seven hours back. And, um, uh, we're like, cool. So let's strap on a car, uh, under the trailer. Uh, who's ever done that? Okay. Like, let's, all right. And they're like, okay, we need straps, like straps. Cool. Um, how many how many cars do we have? Okay, we have like we have like four cars. How many straps do we have? They're like, and then one of the guys like, we have these. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, I think that's enough for like half a car. <laughs> so we like go around the the factory, and we're like finding straps that are maybe not necessarily meant to strap down a car, oh and we God. strap it down the best we can. And then we, oh, what was the guy's name? He was the head of manufacturing at that time, because everyone knew everybody at that point. It was just not, yeah. very, there weren't very many people. So the head of manu- I remember it was the night before, it was day two, we had finished all the trailers, and because we were leaving early the next day, and he pulls up in a P85, it was a white P85, and somebody had kind of called for him, and everybody worked like at least 10 at night, like, uh, and so it was pitch black outside and he pulls up in this, this, uh, P85 and he rolls down his window cause we wanted him to sign off on it. Uh-huh. Like we've strapped these good. cars down. Can somebody who knows what they're talking about, please look Make at sure this and tell us cars are not going to roll off this. Yeah, they're going to sign <laughs> off on this and his parting words to us. And he had this, this accent, this, this, um, kind of uh, European accent. I forget exactly where he's from. Yost, 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 I, I, I mean, I forget his name, but, uh, He's the head of manufacturing this time. 
And he pulls down, he goes down the window and he goes, This is very dangerous. And <laughs> <laughs> like, scoots off into the night. And I was like, We're like, hmm, we have to revisit this. The guy, he He's didn't sign dangerous. off on it. You know, and he was like, This is very dangerous. That was his feedback. And they just, oh and they just like, that just rockets off into the night. <laughs> like out of the factory. Oh. And, um, uh, so we made some adjustments and we felt good about it. Um, 